I climb the stairs, but the door is closed. I hesitate outside it. Now I'm here. I don't want to go in. I want to turn round, go home, try again later. But this is my last chance. The exhibition has been on for weeks and closes tomorrow. It's now or never. I close my eyes and breathe as deeply as I can. I concentrate on filling my lungs. I straighten my shoulders. I feel the tension in my body evaporate as I breathe out. I tell myself there's nothing to be worried about. I come here regularly, to meet friends for lunch, to catch the latest exhibitions, to attend lectures. This time's no different. Nothing here can hurt me. It's not a trap. Finally, I feel ready. I push open the door and go in. The place looks exactly as it always does. Off-white walls, a polished wooden floor, spots in the ceiling that hang off tracks, and though it's early, there are already a few people wandering around. I watch for a minute as they pause in front of the pictures, some standing farther back to get a better view, others nodding at a companion's murmured comment or examining the printed sheet they've picked up downstairs. The atmosphere is one of hushed reverence, of calm contemplation. These people will look at the photographs. They will like them, or not. Then they will go back outside, back to their lives, and in all likelihood they will forget them. At first I allow myself only a glance at the walls. There are a dozen or so large photos hung at intervals, plus a few smaller ones between them. I tell myself I could wander around, pretend to be interested in them all, but today there's only one photograph I've come to see. It takes me a moment to find it. It's hung on the far wall, at the back of the gallery, not quite in the centre. It's next to a couple of other shots, a full-length colour portrait of a young girl in a torn dress, a close-up of a woman with coal-rimmed eyes smoking a cigarette. Even from this distance, it looks impressive. It's in colour, though it was taken in natural light, and its palette is mostly blues and greys. And blown up to this size, it's imposing. The exhibition is called Partied Out, and even though I don't look at it properly until I'm just a few feet away, I can see why this picture is in such a prominent position. I haven't looked at it in over a decade, not properly. I've seen it, yes, even though it wasn't a particularly well-used photograph back then. It had been featured in a couple of magazines and even a book. But I haven't looked at it in all this time, not close up. I approach it obliquely and examine the label first. Julia Plummer, it says. Marcus in the Mirror, 1997. Cibachrome print. There's nothing else no biographical information, and I'm glad. I allow myself to look up at the picture. It's of a man. He looks about twenty. He's naked, shot from the waist up, looking at his reflection. The image in front of him is in focus, but he isn't, and his face is thin. His eyes are narrowed, and his mouth hangs slightly open, as if he's about to speak or sigh. There's something melancholy in the photograph, but what you can't see is that up until the moment before it was taken, the guy in it, 
Marcus, had been laughing. He'd spent the afternoon in bed with his girlfriend, someone he was in love with as much as she was with him. They'd been reading to each other, Isherwood's Goodbye to Berlin, or maybe Gatsby, which she'd read and he hadn't, and eating ice cream from the tub.